I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your host, Greg Scordis, joined this afternoon again by uh, Professor Dr. Leah Murray. And uh, we're talking about <laughs> inflation. No, we're, we're, we're going to end this show on a happy note. But We're going to get there. <laughs> we're yeah. going to get there. Earth Day was supposed to be really happy, and <laughs> we talked about drought. Anyway, so now we're going to talk about inflation. But... Uh, we, we've actually, you and I have talked about this before in, in other shows. We talked about what's happening in our country right. and our president's response to inflation, which was to increase interest rates. Right. And, you know, a quarter percent here, a quarter percent there. Is it really doing much to reduce inflation? And so far, it hasn't really done too much. But you look at some things that have happened, even just in our state, we, uh, prices that have gone up, um, and it's been a real problem. The International Monetary Fund has a scary new report saying that we can expect inflation for a while worldwide um, for such things as food and energy. Uh, Global growth is probably going to stall in large part because of the war in Ukraine. And all of that could lead to more social unrest. Um, What can we expect here in the United States? So joining us this afternoon is Dr. Art Wolf economics professor at the University of Vermont, founded the Vermont Council on Economic Education, and he's been a guest several times. He's also been a a guest at my home several times and uh, (laughs) taken him skiing a few times. And Art, uh, did you make it? Did you make it to Maine? I know you were driving from Vermont a little while ago. We want to make sure that you're not on the road. I made it with uh, at least seven minutes to spare. Well, there you go. Good for you. Well, Good job. I'm, I'm glad you had uh, Celeste driving today. I'm sure she's a little more conscientious than you. So, Art, what can you tell us about the, uh, the what the International Monetary Fund has said and and this report? And is this something that uh, we should we should be worried about? Well, I mean, it just confirms, I think, what but pretty much anybody who's been following this information knows. And that is that um, there's all sorts of problems in the world, and, and they're manifesting themselves in many ways. And one of those ways is rising inflation, not just in the U.S., but in Western Europe and, indeed, all over the world. Um, so it's, it's, it's nothing that I think that anybody really was surprised by, maybe just putting it on paper and putting some numbers behind, you know, what everybody knows. Um, and, you know, what they said was not you know, you were, I guess, a few minutes ago, you were talking about you're ending on a happy note. Well, it's not very happy to note <laughs> right now that the world's economy is not expanding as fast as they thought it was. And that means more poverty and, and, and you know, harder times. And layered on that, um, every, pretty much every country in the world is um, 
is going to experience rising inflation from what they've seen in the last 10 years or so. And I think one of the things that's really interesting that I really haven't seen people talk about is the last time the world had, had inflation was back in the 1970s that many of us remember if we're old enough. Um, and well, it wasn't really the world. There were some countries, but the, back in the 1970s, the world was not as interconnected as it, it certainly is now and has increasingly been in the last 40 or 50 years. So, so we talked about global supply chains and globalization in general, and the world was a lot less globalized in the 1970s. And, and now we've got, you know, the world is globalized. We've got supply chains all over the world, and, and um, inflation just uh, goes around the world as fast as everything else does. It's really different than the last burst of inflation that we experienced. That is so interesting, Dr. Wolf. Um, I like that we're going to have to learn new thing or old concepts, new, uh, new, right, to figure out how to manage it this time. I'm wondering, you just talked yeah, and, about... And oh, go ahead, for, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, for the average person, I mean, it really means a whole change in their mindset. It used to be you were... You were Prices were kind of anchored. I mean, you knew what a pound of spaghetti costs. You knew right. a gallon of milk costs. And a gallon of gasoline, maybe that changed a lot. But that didn't didn't transfer into everything else. Now we're, you walk into the store and you're not really sure what the prices of things you know about, you know, what they are. And therefore, it's very confusing. It's really hard to plan and to budget. And that, that's true for everybody now, not just the U.S., but indeed the world. Yeah, and that's terrifying because what we most want, I think, is stability. I'm wondering, the IMF exactly. report, um, it differentiated between inflation in advanced economies um, versus emerging and developing economies. And I'm just wondering if you could talk about how does it hit us differently? Um, what does that look like in this global environment we find ourselves yeah, well, um, it differentiates a lot, I think, in terms of what your country produces and exports and, and how that affects you. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of inflation in, in commodities, you know, oil, uh, corn, wheat, barley, uh, all sorts of natural resources. And so that is going to affect um, the countries that produce those a lot. And obviously, uh, Ukraine and Russia are both, both produce a lot of grain and Russia produces a lot of oil. And then what's going on there is, has contributed to the rise in the price of energy all over the world and a rise in the price of grain. And, of course, those are raw materials for just about everything that's produced, which is why it, it's feeding through, um, you know, the production of everything. So, so you know, if, you, if you're a poor country and, and you spend a poor, poor person in a poor country, you spend a lot of your income on food and if food prices go up, you know, in the United States, we can deal with it. It makes it uncomfortable. And for most people, it, it, it causes, you know, some hardship. But if, if you're spending 75% of your income on food and the price of food goes up by 20%, uh, that's, that's not easy to deal with. All right, let me ask you this. Um, it, it, it seems like every country, uh, and in some countries, even every state, has its own sort of economic progress and economic development and that type of thing. And... Um, and I guess every country is sort of acting on its own. Is there any, is there any international organization? I don't even know if I'm thinking of the right word. Is there any international group that can, that can get countries together and, I mean, we, we're doing some things about climate change and we have, we have these, these, these uh, summits, but is, is there, is there a way to get a summit together to, to do something like this? And is, does that even make sense or are we just every country on its own? Well, the, the problem is you can get together to try to do planning and things like that, but um, 
it's hard for politicians to argue to their people that um, we're going to do something that's going to hurt you. And so it's pretty much every country is really on their own for domestic political reasons. I mean, all you have to do is look at France right now. Um, you know, so, so the hardship may be worldwide, but it's very, very difficult for countries to get together to, to try to do things in a concerted way when it comes to like, you know, for energy, okay, how do we get people to use less energy? Well, the price goes up, you know, how do we get countries to produce more energy? Well, just think of the United States, how hard it is to, to produce more gas or, or, um, or oil. Um, how do you get countries to produce more food? Uh, well, it takes a while. So, it's really difficult because you've got all sorts of internal domestic constraints as well. So uh, you can try to plan, but um, but it's very, very difficult to do that yeah. to have any effect of that. Yeah, I like that. It sounds like it's a slow burn, right? So the, the things you can do would, would take a long time to get there. The IMF exactly. yeah, recommended tighter monetary policy. And I'm wondering if you can talk us through, like, what does that mean and does that... Does the Fed in our country, we are the Federal Reserve making these decisions, do they care what the IMF is uh, you know, asking people to do? Well, the IMF is really not asking people to do something. They're just saying what they think is happening and what's going to happen. Um, and so when wh- one of the things that countries do when they're faced with inflation is they want to slow down their economies. And how do you slow down your economy? You raise interest rates, which is what the Fed, Federal Reserve of the United States has said they're, well, they started doing it about a few months ago, six months ago. But now they're saying we're going to do it faster and deeper and steeper than we thought. Um, So instead of raising interest rates by a quarter of a percent each time they have one of their meetings, which is about every six weeks, we're going to start raising them by half a percent. That's that's twice as much. So by the end of, of this year and into next year, interest rates are going to be a lot higher and what does that mean? It means it's going to be more expensive to, to finance a car, to finance a house, to finance a boat, an RV, you know, anything which slows the economy down. Anybody who borrows money is going to be paying more, so you're going to, you're going to think long and hard about, about borrowing money, and that slows the economy down, and that puts downward pressure on prices. Um, and it's very, very painful to do that because it means fewer jobs. Um, you know, people are going to be laid off if interest rates go up and that happens, and, and so that means there's going to be less upward pressure on wages that's bad for workers but that's it's good for the economy and in long run it's good for workers because even if workers wages are going up by five or six percent a year if inflation is seven or eight percent a year you're losing ground right well thank you art and uh, enjoy your time in maine uh, thank you for your time this afternoon leah when we come back Thanks. after the break we're going to be joined by another Vermont economics professor. I really like Vermont. They they, they must have all the geniuses over there and talk about what we could be doing and what's happening that's making inflation worse. Stay with us. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 